Batman Universe. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Batman Universe podcast. This is episode 143. We think, we're pretty sure. It's an, it sounds right. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. But Someone I am, will tell us. Someone will tell us. That's assuredly that will happen. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jamie McGow, Magoo McGoonical. And join me, my bad chum, Andy DeGenova. He is here. I and am. And he's ready. I'm to so tackle ready. this Two weeks now. Two built weeks, yeah. Of news. Somebody keeps leaving town and it ain't me anymore. It's. Let's not name names, all right? It, it's someone else. It's someone else. It is Damian Wayne. That's right. It's that Little guy. Bastard. That scamp. It's. <laughs> well, what can you expect, you know? Right. I mean, he's just raised to be a rabble rouser and a murderer. It's true. Actually, it's so. True. so and, and messes up our podcast. Yeah, it's it screws with us. So, Damian, thank you. For all you do. Uh, keep doing it. <laughs> For all the you do. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep doing it. Uh, so, guys, we're going to get into the news with this week, which, uh, despite what I just said, is actually not a lot. Not not a lot. It, it, we, um, we're in that dry spell. Yeah. It's been going a little while now. The hiatuses have actually been good, I think, because... Yeah. When, you, when you were gone last week, I was like, well... I'm kind of okay with that. Not that I don't miss you, because of course I do. Yeah. But I'm like, there there wasn't anything that big that we needed to talk about anyway. Right. You didn't you didn't exactly wish the illness on me. No. But no. But of course not. Since it happened. Oh, that's that last week you were sick. You weren't la- traveling. Yeah. Last week was actually I was can't just keep sick. track. No. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. You're traveling this week. Were last you in Bora Bora or did you have the plague? I can't remember. Did Montezuma's revenge? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I'll, I'll, every time I think of Montezuma's revenge, that's a that was a roller coaster in. Six Flags, right? I think. Yeah, because I just remember, I always think of that, and then the roller coaster as a child, I remember looking like, it was like this horrifying, like, how could anyone ride this? And my dad went and rode it, and then I saw it again not too long ago. I think it's, is it Busch Gardens, Florida, maybe? I can't remember where the hell it is. (laughs) Uh, But it's not bad at all. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but it's like hilarious when you see stuff like that as a kid, and you're like... (laughs) <laughs> Who would ride this monster machine? My God! And then you see it as an adult, and you're like, "It's it's, it's not, really no nothing." Baby. No, no. Montezuma's Revenge. Uh, go ride it wherever the hell it is. So, <laughs> all right. It's this week's podcast sponsored by Montezuma's Revenge at whatever park that at whatever park we don't that's know. At. Uh, all right, great. Let's talk a yeah. little. What little news we got out there? As always, we're going to start with movies. Batman v Superman. Start with a little movie news. So. And, and the fact that this this story has made the rounds everywhere, which I think to me proves how slow we are yeah. news wise. We're leading with this because this is something that is kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. But because he said it out loud, everybody was like, oh, it's news. Well, now confirmation. And what I'm, what I'm talking about is Zack Snyder uh, talking a little about Batman v Superman, and he said that, in a way, it is Man of Steel 2. He did. So in an interview with Canoe at the Doritos Super Bowl contest, Snyder was asked about Man of Steel 2 and his background. Uh, what do we got here? This is just the article, from, the article. from Canoe. So uh, someone asked him if he'd ever... Uh, if he'd ever imagined going from zombies in a shopping mall to bringing the Justice League to the big screen, and Zach says, at that point, I was really into Frank Miller's comic book, The Dark Knight Returns. I just don't know that I thought about it in those terms, but if you told me that I might make a Justice League movie, I wouldn't think that was weird. But I don't think I would realize what it meant to pop culture the way it has struck pop culture now. I love that. Like, it's like... 
I think that's within my wheelhouse. Do what I think that it would be taken seriously in this way? Did I think that I'd get asked about it every day of my life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That'd be a huge, huge movie that everyone's waiting for. Uh, not, not quite in the same realm. Yeah. There. Um, and then so for the upcoming crop of DC superhero films, including Justice League's Part 1 and 2, uh, Snyder said, we really have to figure out the why of them, and I think that we have. That's the one thing that's cool to me about Batman v Superman. It's all about the mythology of these two massive icons, and I think that's compelling. Which is kind of more of what he said Yeah, he, last say, he time. says that a lot. Yeah. You know, it's, it's big mythology. It's, yes. And we got that. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, so they asked about Man of Steel 2, because there has been a lot of rumor and conjecture about Man of Steel 2, where it fits, if there's even going to be one, if, if there is going to be one, yeah. what's going to be, uh, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Uh, so what he said about that, uh, a nice little sidestep, yep. he said, I think in a way, Batman v Superman is Man of Steel 2. <laughs> Justice League... Is kind of the transcendent Knights of the Round Table story. It'd be interesting to think about what a standalone Superman movie might be. It's, it is funny though because it's like labeling these movies at this point, like uh, you know, oh, this is a Superman movie. Yeah, it's at this point, it's like it's probably got to be pretty difficult for them because they could. There's probably a you know, large story he wants to tell, obviously. And it's mm-hmm. just like, he's like, what section of this story is this movie, right? Yeah. And then what central character is most, or what is the what is the prominent character in this story where I should put them at the title? Because mm-hmm. at this point, he's got a lot, a lot of different characters running around. And there's an expectation if you're calling him a Superman movie. Yeah, like, right. Like, better be predominantly Superman, right? right. I mean, I, or else people are going to have the wrong expectation. So it's a funny thing that it actually sort of matters, but it, it sort of does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just expectations-wise. Yeah, so, I mean... It, so people know what they're getting at least a little bit. Right. I mean, if, I think that the title mm-hmm. was more studio mandated yeah. than anything. Totally. Uh, because they want Batman in the title. Of course. And, uh, but I think that... As we've seen with every other unrelated Batman movie that's called Batman something. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, yeah, like the animated ones yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, but it, it, the fact that he's like, oh, it, you know, it is Man of Steel 2, and people are like, oh, that's news. And I'm like, well... Look at the cast list mm-hmm. and look at what the movie's about. Yeah. Of course it's Man of Steel 2. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's it, everybody. It, it directly, in... the story directly comes from what happened in Man of Steel. Like, Man right. of Steel is what prompted this film. So, yes, it is the sequel. It just also happens to be a an expansion as well. Yeah, um, yeah. As far as if there will be a standalone Superman sequel, he sidestepped that question pretty deftly. Mm-hmm. We just kind of have to wait and see. We yeah. hope so. Yeah. But, yeah, it, they've, they've, you know, they've announced 10 films in five years. Mm-hmm. I guess 11 if you count the Batman standalone, mm-hmm. even though they still haven't, I don't think, given us a release date for that. So it's just a matter, I think, of scheduling and finding where that movie sits. But for now, yeah, Batman v Superman, to me, feels like Man of Steel 2. Yeah, I agree. And it, it's just one of those things where if you have Batman in e- even close to a quarter of the film, you're putting Batman in the title. Like, it's not going to be <laughs> yeah. just a Superman movie with, like, a ton of Batman in it. Like, that's just... Yeah, so you're, you're totally right. It's It's whether or not, like, it needs to be centrally around this one character and, like, this... But I, I don't think it does, which is what's it's kind of I don't know it's a weird it's a weird thing yeah it's kind of a weird it is thing, it's well yeah it's it's like it's a sequel 
and that also serves as a Batman reboot, yeah. that also serves as a Justice League prequel, that also serves as a cinematic universe expansion. Yeah. It's got, a, it's lot, got a lot going on. A lot is packed in there. And then, they, you know, these two weren't enough, so let's just throw Wonder Woman and these other guys in here. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what did he, he follow? Oh, then they, they, they basically asked if the winners of the Dorito contest <laughs> right. would be directing one of these other standalone superhero films, and he laughed. He said, I don't know about that. Not off the commercial, but certainly in the future. Those scamps over at Canoe. As to whether... Yeah, Asking what, that question. Yeah. So the person who wins the Doritos thing, are you going to give them cyborg? Are you just going to no, hand probably them Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I what doubt do you, it. it would, what would you do, uh, senor uh, interviewer at Canoe or senorita? Uh, probably not, right? That would be my guess. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so moving on uh, to a little bit of um, Josh Brolin news with BBS. This was... This was like I found this like in the later pages, and I was like, "This is cool." Just because, yeah, yeah. like back was... back when there was casting curiosity and all that, this would have been a really big deal. Um, and it's just interesting to hear what he said. And, and then I somebody posted this really cool picture of him in the past. Oh, that one I remember making the rounds when he was really. Murdered. I didn't yeah. see this, uh, but I love it. I, yeah. I love it. It really like adds some gravity to it, and actually. Crap, I should have gotten the source so I could link you guys to it. Um, but basically, it's uh, him talking about how he was kind of neck and neck, I think, at one point, or what he sort of alludes to, or what people think, uh, as far as being cast as Bruce Wayne in these movies. Um, uh, so, an um, uh, article from uh, Comic Book Movie uh, says, Brolin revealed that he was indeed in the running for the cow a couple of years ago and nearly nabbed it, but it never really discussed how he felt missing the opportunity to put his own stamp on such an iconic character. While chatting at MT to with MTV at the Toronto International Film Festival, the, I don't know, the Sicario? It's a movie. I don't Sicario. Sicario. The Sicario actor admits that he'd be more competitive about these things, but doesn't feel any jealousy at all. He says he's beyond curious to see what Affleck does under the cape and Cal next year. He told MTV, and I quote, I don't have that thing. I wish I did. See, I don't know that, if he's talking. That thing meaning being competitive. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, it would just be more interesting and more competitive damn him as much as you guys want to be pissed off be pissed off it's all good start an effing riot i'm really curious to see what he does beyond curious so obviously he's just saying you know it's one of those he's things good with that he, it. yeah he's yeah. good with it he's happy like that affleck got it you know and he's really excited to see what what he does with it but obviously the whole damn him it's like he's like ah oh, yeah this would have been rad obviously right. you know but like he Affleck obviously went for it, clearly. Um, and well, and th- there are still people who are like, oh, I wish Brolin would have got it. Personally, I'm very happy with how it turned out. But I, I know that there is still a-, a segment of the fan community who wishes it had been Brolin. So this is good information for them that he's like, yeah, you know, he was in the running, didn't uh-huh. work out. Uh, but he's good. I think I would have been just as happy. I, I think I would have. it would have been less coming around for me, honestly, because Ben Affleck has only recently, in the last couple of years, been... Affleck comes with more baggage. Yeah, he's got more baggage. But Brolin shouldn't be in a movie with Diane Lane. Yeah. Di- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brolin is... You know about that, right? Wait, what? They were married, and he apparently hit her. No, I didn't yes, know that. He, yes, apparently he used to beat up Martha Kent. So, oh, allegedly. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. Okay, well, yeah, that's... So, probably for the best that he wasn't cast not a in good, this particular yeah, film. Maybe not a good selling point there. <laughs> no, I did not know that. Um, but, yeah, either way, like, 
he, not that he, lately the stuff he's been doing hasn't been hitting home runs either. Right, so right. he's already know. Jonah Hex. He's got that feather in his cap. <laughs> yeah, people kept mentioning that Jonah Hex. At least he's got that going. Come on, you got Jonah Hex. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, honestly, I would have been okay with it, but I'm much happier with Ben. Yeah. So moving forward, uh, a little information about Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. Uh, it turns out that she actually turned down a role in Man of Steel, which then led to her becoming or being cast as Wonder Woman. Uh, so she interviewed um, – excuse me. I'm sorry. Gal Gadot impressed everyone in the room during her Wonder Woman audition for Batman v Superman, but she almost didn't have the chance. While speaking to his rally website, Xnet, Gadot spoke about how important karma is in her life, and she gave a very revealing reason why. Uh, she said, when I was f- four months pregnant with my daughter, I got an offer to play the villain character in Superman. If I wasn't pregnant, I, w- I would have taken the job, and there's no way that I would now be Wonder Woman. Yeah. So it sounds like she had been offered Feora. Yeah. But she was pregnant and just couldn't do it. Yeah. Number one, I didn't re- realize that Gal Gadot had children. No. No, no did I. Looking her. Yeah. She does not look like she's ever had any children. Yeah, that was the but, first thing that wow. I noticed, too. I was like, wow, she's, uh, she got back in her uh, her uh, to, to her boxing weight real quick there. Cause yeah. Because she's like... Phew. So it's one of those things where it's like you think you missed out on a great opportunity. Yeah. And then... It was you never know You never know what's coming up. And totally. this is way bigger. Yeah. And, and she would have been we cool. Can, we can all take that lesson in life. Is you think you miss out on something great... And then a year later, something else happens, and you go, God, I'm so glad I didn't do that other thing. That's true. I feel like you're referencing something pretty specific. No, I'm but, just saying Oh, yeah. No, like, I agree. Like, it's happened It's happened in my life where, like, I didn't get a job, and I was totally. pissed. I was like, oh, I wish I'd have gotten that job. And then the job I did get, I was like, thank God I didn't get that first job. Totally. That job would have been awful. Yeah, like, I, I blew an internship, uh, like, the first day, and it was kind of on purpose because I just didn't, I just didn't see – it going the way that I was like, I don't know about this. And I kind of blew it. But thankfully, I did because I wouldn't have ended up on the path I am now, which is much happier. But yeah, so it's so if th- there's a definitely a lesson yeah, there, guys. Yeah, it's like, interesting. It's, and, and and yes, she would have been great as Feyora. Personally, totally. I loved the Feyora we got. Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think she comes out in the end. But what I think that's interesting about this is the fact that when she was announced for Wonder Woman, people were like, What? The, you know, the Fast and Furious girl? Like, she's yeah. never done anything. But this shows that she already had met and impressed Zack Snyder previously. Yeah. Which explains why she was on that shortlist when we were all like, oh, what a random choice. Right. Um, they've already had – they already had some history there, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it helps – they – it makes a lot more sense that they would quote unquote take a risk with somebody who you know or for the people who think that that was a risk for them if yeah. they had already auditioned with her and said like she's fantastic we got to get her yeah. in this you know as a this is a star female. waiting to yeah. to take off yeah. yeah so it's i love it but i mean visually i think she's so great for wonder woman mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really right. glad i mean but yeah again as fiora it's like totally a different role it's yeah. very yeah, interesting, it's interesting to think about her in that role uh, so, yeah, good on ya, uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, so, a little bit more of n- non-news news. <laughs> uh, Matt Damon, uh, he did an interview at the Toronto International Film Festival for the movie The Martian that's coming up. Uh, and he was asked about whether or not um, Jason Bourne would beat 
Batman, and he said, uh, with a smile, uh, and I quote, Jason Bourne would kick the S out of Batman, absolutely. Batman's got to take Superman on first. If he could beat him, then maybe he could take on Jason Bourne. I love so that. So he's, like, he's implying Jason Bourne could also kick Superman's ass. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, that that would have to just, like, be uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I love that. It's not like he took this question and was like, hmm, like, theoretically. Yeah. He's just, like, out of the gate. He's like, no. There's no there's, Jason Bourne would kick all, everybody's no ass. No chance. No chance Batman would win. Jason Bourne would kick Medea's ass. <laughs> Jason Bourne kicks everyone's yeah. ass. If the world fought Jason Bourne, I think we all know how that'd work out. Yeah. <laughs> like uh would, so yeah, pretty would hilarious. Jason Bourne kick Hawkeye's ass? <laughs> Yeah, who, yeah, who would? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but he uh, he was also asked if he had heard uh, Ben Affleck in person do the Batman voice, and he said, "I haven't been like, come on, dude, just do it once. I haven't asked him to talk Batman yet, but no, maybe I will. So <laughs> I mean, I, would. I know I would be all the time, like just constantly please, harassing him. Please order your burger, Batman. Please, <laughs> yeah, just constantly, like, come on, man, like, come on. Out of all of the people, you're my friend. Can I escape this with you?" And as a good friend, Matt Damon would say, absolutely not. Yeah. No, this is what friends are for, is right. to kick you when you're down and harass you and make you do the things you don't want to do. Yeah. So it's good. Good on you, um, Matt Damon. Yeah, and in, I think this is just it's just this is just fun. This I love is it's just, just good fun buddies. trash talk between yeah. friends, you yeah. know, like of course Jason Bourne would kick Batman's ass. Yeah, you know? yeah, nothing to read it's into. It's just fun, yeah. Like if you actually are like, How can yeah. you say that? How then, dare he? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, no, you're, then it's you're, just it's you're, all in fun. You're missing the point. <laughs> this is just Matt Damon having fun. Because uh, we all know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Gotham. Uh, Jamie and Brian's favorite show in history <laughs> has is back on the air. Oh, God, in history. The best wow, show ever made, according to Jamie and Brian, is back on Fox. Well, and there's a new, uh, gosh, I'm sorry his name escapes me, but there's a new um, contributor reviewing Gotham now on oh. uh, the BatmanUniverse.net because... Uh, the last group, they just had enough. They bailed. Uh, yeah, yeah, those guys, says, they just, yeah. Says a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, they they pretty much through and through on the Gotham Chronicle podcast were uh, just hating pretty much every <laughs> episode. So, uh, yeah, so there's a new contributor that's uh, right. that's about it. Good for them. He's more excited. I, I wish I knew his name. He, he gave it a, a very fair review, I thought. All right. um, Good. Gave it its credit kind of in the same manner that we did. Yeah, we, we talked about it at lunch, it. and it's, you know, it had its moments. Yeah, so basically... Um, On both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I think I think where we fell, just to kind of give you our insight, was the, the stuff with Gordon and Bruce and all that, kind of the more serious nature... Um, Stuff that's not like with the the circus whimsy music playing behind it is pretty solid. Yeah, uh, but everything yeah. with these uh, everything at Arkham was and the like, Arkham stuff is whew, pretty tough to take. Yeah, rough. yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's just our take. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And, and I, I keep watching for those little too. moments that I go, "Oh, that was cool." The problem is, I'm really scared for the future because in this news, uh, basically, the, you know, we had the season two premiere, and then they just released a red band <laughs> trailer uh, highlighting the Maniacs, uh, which oh. I don't even know why it's, it's considered red band. I think it's that's just weird. I, I think it might have just been a gag because um, uh-huh. it didn't really scream red band to me. Um, but it's uh, the Maniacs are what these group call themselves. 
um, this Arkham group led by Jerome, seemingly. Yeah. And, um, and everything involving that, uh, which seems to just be what they're leading with and going to be taking over the season, I'm not too pumped for. Right, so, right. So... May may not be my favorite show of all time for a long. By, by the end of the season, we'll <laughs> yeah. see. If they can keep the Gordon and the Bruce stuff going strong, I, yeah, I'm, whole, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I haven't so. seen the Red Band trailer. I didn't know what happened. You're so. gonna love it, buddy. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm sure I will. Um, anyway, so <laughs> the these these new villainous brother and sister Theo and Tabitha Gallivan mm-hmm. were introduced. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who broke these folks out of Arkham and are kind of the masterminds behind whatever these folks are going to do. But we don't know who they are or what they're doing. Right. Uh, well, she's supposedly uh, – what was the character? Tigress or something? Yeah, that's yeah. what it said. But they didn't allude to that at all in the show so right. far. So. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there is a theory that maybe they could be working for or as part of the Court of Owls. So it was asked by showrunner Bruno Heller, and he wouldn't confirm or deny it, but this is what he did say. We are absolutely going to explore that world down the line. Looking at the longevity of the show, we have to hold some cards back. Really, Bruno? Really? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> have you? Now, what, I'm not seeing a lot of restraint. What, what exactly have you held back here? <laughs> yes, we haven't seen Mad Hatter as a, chi- as a kid yet. Okay, we'll give you that. Oh, God. Normally, I would try and be, like, quelling you at this point, or, or um, previously, but at this point, no. <laughs> It's little Jervis Tetch. He works at the hat shop at the mall. Oh, God. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> at Lids. <laughs> at Lids. Oh, God. Perfect. Uh, we have to hold some cards back. We can't just throw all of the elements, all of the story at once. The long arc of the show is Bruce Wayne's journey of discovery down into the depths of the physical and metaphysical world of Gotham. The Court of Owls is a brilliant conceit that will absolutely be part of our storytelling. I just won't tell you when. And here's something. I actually think that of all the things you can do with Gotham, Court of Owls is one of the best. Yeah. Because Court of Owls is an entity and an organization that has existed for centuries, long before Bruce, long before Batman. Mm -hmm. So if anyone would be operating normally at this point in Bruce's career, it would be the Court of Owls. Yeah. So... I think that this one, for me, is one you should tackle because it makes sense. It's already in the, it's already in the continuity of what should be happening in the Batman mythos, as opposed to like making Bruce know baby poison ivy. You know, like yeah, yeah. like where you where they've had to cheat to introduce some of these random characters. You don't have to cheat with Court of Owls because yeah, they were around. Yeah, and it's cool because there's very few established. Um, characters within the Court of Owls. You can basically just say, all right, it's this organization led by the the wealthy of Gotham yeah. and, uh, and the shadows and are, are controlling everything and their assassin is Talon. And that's it. Really, that's all you have to do, which is perfect for Gotham because considering they want to just tell their own story, clearly, right, which right. is cool. You know, um, that gives them a lot of wiggle room to do whatever they want. And as we've discussed, Gotham, the city, is one of the strengths of this show. Mm-hmm. The actual city as a character has been really cool. And if they do this right and don't take it into this circusy weird realm and keep it kind of this mysterious, cool, like, crime syndicate slash underground, yeah. you know, uh, ring of mm-hmm. leaders, it would be... It could be really great. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like, like they, 
it should exist right now, and, yeah. and you could see it kind of implying the overall corruption of Gotham and, totally. and how Gordon is kind of against impossible odds. And so, you know, I think that there's a lot of potential with Court of Owls, mm-hmm. and you and they can actually just be Court of Owls. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, pre-Court of Owls. It doesn't have to no. be Talon as a kid. It, like, it doesn't have to be that. Because be, they've it, existed forever. Yeah, because like they've existed said. for so long. So yeah. I, I, I'm actually interested to see what happens with that. Yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later, but my guess is the Maniacs are going to be... Uh, the bulk. The Maniacs. <laughs> the That's the name season. of my new band, actually. Spelled the same way. It's interesting. I feel like they should ha- add more X's, though. Yeah, it, sh- it should you, have at least three X's. Yeah, if you're going to have an X... Commit. Yeah, just don't don't, don't dodge around I didn't even here. know that's what they were calling them. Yeah. I didn't even know. But I, I can't wait to they get the They spell out the name and bodies. In the uh, oh really? Yeah, you'll you'll love it. I told you. <laughs> I told you you'll love it. it sounds terrific. <laughs> oh boy, I'm really excited about the next one. Really uh, excited. Well, hey man, Batman Day is here. It's coming. I should. By say. By the time you here. hear this, it will already have passed. It will so, have passed. So I hope that you all had a very happy and joyful Batman Day. Yes, I know. Yeah, actually, now it's stupid that I'm telling. We even going through this news. Seems a little re- redundant thinking well, about that. Well, it, it is. It's it's a shame. It's just our recording schedule. But I'm excited about this piece of news because I have every intention of taking advantage yes. of it. Yes. So if you missed this, we're sorry. Um, but hopefully we can kind of, through some sort of osmosis or telepathy, uh, pre-tell you about Sprinkles and their, Sprinkles celebration, their celebration of Batman Day. Uh since you're a, since you know this, you know sprinkles. I'm not familiar. I, you know, I, I wouldn't feel right taking the story. The, so I want you to I, get into this. I, I love cupcakes <laughs> almost as much as I love Batman. <laughs> See, and I think this is the perfect time to gain your sponsorship. Yeah, from sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles are delicious. Okay. If you've never had sprinkles cupcakes, they are delicious. I haven't. I haven't. So what do you what are you doing Saturday morning? Ugh. I'm going to be on a... Oh, you're going to be traveling. I know, I know, I know. See, that's what sucks, is I'm not going to be even... I'm going to be in Puerto Rico, I guess. Man, okay. They're delicious. I'll be celebrating Batman. We'll go another time, even if it's not Batman Day, because they are delicious. Um, They... Anyway, they have gotten into the spirit of Batman Day, which you got to love. And so... So cool. Uh, they are going to have special Batman cupcakes for Batman Day on Saturday the 26th. And for the first hundred people who show up dressed as Batman will get a free cupcake. That's so cool. So I love Batman. I love cupcakes. My favorite cupcakes are ones that are free. Yeah. So, and with Batman uh, on them. So right? look out, Sprinkles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm are so you aiming in. to be customer number one, or just in the? Just I, I'm, in the wheel? I'm probably gonna get there right before it opens, but I have no idea how many people will be there. Yeah, it is. Real, I would have no if, idea. If any, I don't that. know. You know, I yeah. just don't know. Yeah. But yes, I I plan on being there as they open. Awesome. It would be it'd be swell to be number one. Yeah, dude. You can do it. And Thank if you. you don't, it's okay. Because I'll be in Puerto Rico. There will like be an idiot. There will so be at photos. Least you'll be there. Don't you worry. Yes, indeed. Proudy man. Thank you. Thank you. Commit to (laughs) Batman Day 2015. Yes, sir. Uh, And, uh, again, this is a little bit redundant, but Barnes & Noble, I think we had discussed this before, was one of the participating uh, stores. They're going to be handing out their uh, Batman Endgame Special Edition number one comic book uh, for free. 
and it will also be it's also available on Nook. Um, so my guess is that may even be available afterwards um, on on, yeah. on digital readers. So uh, maybe if you didn't get it on Saturday, you could get it afterwards. Uh, customers can also enter to win a Diamond Edition DC Collectibles Batman action figure from Jim Lee with a hand-numbered unique sketch and a signature worth $1,500. Uh, they can enter to win in the past, September 26th. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, you, hopefully did. you did that. Hopefully you won it. That would be great. Congrats. Congrats if you did. Kudos. Um, activities throughout the day, including cosplay and, trivia, cosplay and trivia contest, story times, drawing demonstrations, a creating a bat stashes activity. The bat stash, that, that is one of those hmm. – that's one of those news things that I've gotten like a trillion times. Oh, really? Dude. Yeah, it's the dude who has oh, shaved his mustache into yes, a, a yes. bat, Batman mustache. Yes. And – I, I, feel I, would, like I would do it, but I can't grow facial hair. Well, so. I've got a little beard going here. You can do it. Maybe I can get it. Maybe I can uh, commit here. I'd support it. Uh, <laughs> I know you would. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's happening. Uh, so if you have a Barnes & Noble that's still open near you, um, hope you, the, hopefully in, you checked in, it out. In the retirement community? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully you went and supported them because Lord knows these yeah. bookstores I won't be it. going to Barnes & Noble. Uh, yeah. Not that I have anything against Barnes & Noble. Actually, we have one in Burbank. We have one here, I think. If yeah. you got time. But if I not. have so much else going on for Batman Day, I don't think I'll make it. Well, and but, House of Secrets, will, and, I'm sure, will our, our local comic yes, shop, if you wanted to do love. that, you could, you could run over there, and I'm sure they've got all the yeah. Batman stuff. I'll be in a, a cupcake-induced coma. <laughs> That's, That's what I'll right. be doing. Yeah, exactly. I'll be, I'll be celebrating what a way passed to go. out <laughs> face first in a That's cupcake. Right. Just in a pile of cupcakes with frosting all over my cowl and face. Just, just yeah, just the way the Bat Lord intended. Yeah. All right, moving get, on to some other news. Get us into this, Andy, because you're the one who t- shared this news yeah. with us this week. Yeah, it's just a rumor, but it's an interesting one nonetheless. It's not Batman-centric, but it's about the DC Universe on film. There is a rumor now that there is in development a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle feature film that is a superhero buddy comedy being developed by Greg Berlanti, who is the creative force behind Arrow, The Flash, and now Supergirl. Uh, so, the tra- this came from the tracking board, and I've never heard of the tracking board. Neither have I. No offense to them, but I, I don't know who they are. This is the first time I've ever heard them break a story. Yeah. So that's why I was like, well, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but uh, it sounds like he's going to help develop this. Sarah Schechter will executive produce. And Julia Spiro will oversee for the studio. It's a massively different approach from the Warner Brothers' current slate. We'll team the two heroes together in what's being pitched as a superhero buddy cop movie. Comedy's the emphasis here, which is a stark contrast to the other titles in the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, so it's interesting. You know, I've seen people pick up the rumor. There's been no confirmation from the studio. There have been other people who have, quote-unquote, debunked it. But the debunking was also from vi- people who aren't really in this position to to debunk it. it, You know, it's not like Greg Berlanti debunked it. It was like some other blogger was like, no, I've heard that's not true. It's like, well, then eh, that's not really, that that doesn't help either. Well, it's funny because sometimes I think these sort of stories, like you have to wonder in the day and age we live in, these kind of stories could purposely be surfacing to see what the reaction reaction. is. Yeah. You know, I I mean, I I feel that way about like that Deadpool, um, that, 
Test footage. Test footage. Yeah, that was That leak. just so happened to leak. Yeah. And, and suddenly there's a, movie. there's a movie, you know? And that's fantastic because it's like... Somebody leak a Nightwing movie. I know. Gosh. People. I know. <laughs> leak a five-minute, super awesome quality Nightwing movie. Oh. I mean, it has how about, to be super how awesome about a quality. Nightwing Batgirl buddy movie? That would be cool. Would you not line I up? I would love that. Come on. I would love that. Come on. They have a cool relationship too. That would That's be what makes oh, that so work. cool. Because it's 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 all about like this, that's what make this work. That would make this work. This Booster Gold Blue Beetle movie because they're not. It's not their characters that are really as popular. You know, mm-hmm. like people know them. I mean, like Booster Gold. I had to look him up again and be like, "What's his deal again?" Because I remember Blue Beetle. <laughs> what's his deal? But I'm like, "What's what's his?" If you want a Booster Gold crash course, yeah, find the Justice League Unlimited episode. Oh, okay. that's all about him. I. I don't have the title. I, I saw. Yeah. Um, but it basically what happens is all the, the 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 heavy hitters of the Justice League go out to fight some threat. Uh-huh. We don't. We never even see what it is. Uh-huh. And they tell Booster Gold, "Oh, stay here and kind of save civilians." Uh-huh. And so it's basically his little side adventure <laughs> while the big fight is happening elsewhere. And it's okay. amazing because it's perfect for Booster Gold because Booster Gold he like wants to be on the level of Superman and he just never is. Right. And so he's in it for the fame, but at the end of the day, he's still a hero. He's still a good guy, but yeah. he's egotistical. He wants to be a star. Right. That's his. That's kind of his story. That's right. His as, thing. as a kid, he wanted to be a hero, and then so doesn't he go into the future? He, he's from the future. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's from the future. He's from the future and. Don't quote me, but to my recollection, uh-huh. fuzzy the older I get. Well, I had to look it up. In so. the future, he's like a janitor uh-huh. at a museum that like has all of these things about the great heroes of the past. Uh-huh. And he's like, I want to do that. And so like in that same museum, he steals a time machine uh-huh. and some technology and goes back to the past to become a superhero so he can be famous in the future. What I That's heard, story. Yeah, yeah well, it was like that. His his name even is like – people called him Booster when he played football. And then his hero something – there's something where they called him Goldie something. So Booster Gold. Goldie became, Wilson? Yeah. Mayor the, Goldie? the mayor of Hill Valley? You know, I like the sound of that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it, it's – so it's – honestly, I, I just love it because like even when I was looking up images of them, yeah. it just feels like so – Light and fun. Well, and like these and these two guys, like they they are best friends. Like yeah. that's they they were separate characters, and it was one of those where like as separate characters they were fine, uh-huh. but writers found that they worked best when they were together. Cool. And it was it was kind of like to use a Marvel example, like Gambit and Rogue. Like yeah. like whoever decided to put Gambit and Rogue together, all of a sudden they yeah. were like, oh, boom, it works. Dynamite. And like so that's how it was with Blue Beetle and Booster Gold is we make them best friends. Yeah. And it, it worked great. I love this idea for a movie. I hope this is true. Personally, oh, I do too. I, I hope this is so true because I think they're both really fun characters. I think their dynamic is fun. And I think that a superhero buddy cop movie is something we, we haven't, haven't seen really before. seen, yeah. So for me, this would be like, refreshingly original oh, a, a, totally. a whole new spin on the genre and that's the key right now is giving mm-hmm. us new spins on the superhero genre to keep it from getting stale it's making these movies like kind of as this is discussed a, a buddy cop movie it's making a buddy cop movie with superhero uh, superhero elements yeah. in it it's just like you know the walking dead or something it's like this is a, a movie about people surviving in a world where there happened to be a zombie apocalypse right it's not a zombie movie yeah. or a yeah. show right. you know and that's that's really what i think 
bridges the gap between people who are, you know, really don't know or are into superheroes. And, and it just helps focus on making a really good, fun movie mm-hmm. or a good, fun story. Yeah. And so this is prime for that because you don't have the weight of these heroes that everyone's like, well, we know these heroes. You better do that. Exactly. Yeah, they come with no baggage. Yeah. Like, Batman and Superman come with baggage. Total. People are like... Crazy baggage. People are like... I know what Superman should yeah. be. Yeah. And, and it's got to be that this. F you, Where it's like, it's like, are people going to care? Like, if uh, what you do with Blue Beetle? Yeah. Probably no, not. No. Probably not. No. They're going to be like, oh, is that Blue Beetle? Okay. Right like, on. Yeah, I, I accept. <laughs> sounds fine to me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I hope this pans out. I love it. Um, it's interesting for Greg Berlanti, but I also feel like uh, we talked about this a little bit because, you know, if it, if it came with a name that was more filmic <laughs> you you know it's it's weird that's coming from him but at the same time like think about all he's done with the DC universe on TV yeah. to great success it's it's almost like i wonder if Warner Brothers is like you know what like this guy's earned this shot he's yeah. earned this shot to develop this movie so you know he's done so much yeah. on TV let's give him a shot and so i think that's great i agree it, and the tonality of the shows that he has been a part of creating are, are massively different, you know, and it just shows that he, you know, can understand, well, maybe this is a different thing. It's not yeah. like, oh, you get this isn't a Tim Burton situation where you go, all right, you get you bring in Tim Burton because he's going to do his take on this. Mm-hmm. You, this is a this is a guy that goes, this is what this character is. Maybe we can do it this way. Yeah. You know, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, if you watch Arrow and the Flash, I mean, this guy's a fan. Totally. The, he is a fan. Like he he. He and his team, you know, mm-hmm. of course he's got people working for him because sure. he, he can't do it all. But they put so many uh, little Easter eggs and asides and names and, just, like, they're, they're yeah, so they don't, they don't waste any opportunity to do that. It's and, cool. uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I hope it pans out. Me too. Uh, moving on to a little bit of uh, other news. This was kind of a big one this week, uh, just because for a lot of people, um, this is long, long, long overdue. Uh, but uh, Bill Finger will now get shared credit of creating Batman alongside uh, Bob Kane. So the Hollywood Reporter uh, received the following statement regarding this, uh, that DC Entertainment and the family of Bill Finger are pleased to announce that they have reached an agreement that recognizes Mr. Finger's significant contributions to the Batman family of characters. And I quote, Bill Finger was instrumental in developing many of the key creative elements that enrich the Batman universe, and we look forward to building our acknowledgement of his significant role in DC Comics history, stated Diane Nelson, president of DC Entertainment. As part of our acknowledgement of those contributions, we are pleased to confirm today that Bill Finger will be receiving credit in the Warner Brothers television series Gotham beginning later this season and in the forthcoming motion picture Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. So... It's just one of awesome. those things, yeah. you know, that it's like it's a credit, you know, but there we've seen... But it is, it is a credit. Lo- it is overdue. I agree. It, and it makes me really happy that they've worked this out mm-hmm. to start giving, he, specifically him, and, yeah. but then at the same time his family, which I think, God, he might not even have any family left. God, yeah, I forgot. I, I don't know. I forgot. Like, he, he had a son, but his son passed away or something. So anyway, but still, like, it's great... To see Bill Finger's contributions acknowledged. Right, because as, so as many, they should be. Yeah, it's because the, I think as I know it, and most people know it, uh, Bob Kane is, is sort of known as to be the guy that said, here's Batman. And yeah. Bill Finger was the guy that was like, here is what he looks like, here is the Batmobile, here is the Batcave, here is all of these things yes. that 
arguably with for most bat fans are what make batman who he is and right. what separate him right. from these other heroes so you know they're kind of like that's why a lot of people have been screaming for a long time like you know this this guy kind of initiated it, but this other guy is the one that kind of really developed, developed it. Developed. Yeah, yeah. Batman would not be the Batman we know today without Bill Finger. Yeah, absolutely. So in the, in the simplest terms. Yeah, absolutely. So one of those things that I'm like, you know, what does it change? I don't know. But if anything, it's it's a sigh of relief for yeah, people who it's, are it's going, karmic justice. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Agreed. So a good a good thing. So moving on to video games. Uh, s- more stuff for Arkham Knight. These guys just have so much content. Every time they release a new one, I get tempted, but still means buying a whole new game system, I know. which is the only thing, the only reason I haven't bought it is because it would mean buying a new system. Yeah, no, uh, I know, I know it's been overdue, but I, I haven't gotten the season pass yet. Oh, so okay. I think that, and as we discussed, okay, well, this kind of stuff would be the fun stuff for us to sit down and play. You oh, can get yeah. a lay of the land of the game, and then it's like, all right, let's play this stuff. Right. So for it, sure, well, I'll do it. I'll bring it in. All right. Once I get this, uh, so they announced that the 2008 Batmobile DLC debuted for Arkham Knight, bringing it with the fan favorite Tumblr from the Dark Knight, along with two Dark Knight trilogy themed tracks. After the outcry of the public that the bail suit from the film needed to be included, game director Sefton Hill took to Twitter to reveal that due to fan demand, it's coming. He said, we've had a lot of requests for the bat suit to go with the tumbler. We hear you, so we're going to make it happen. Warning, the suits take a very long time to build because of the insane amount of detail. Expect it near the end of the year. Would you prefer to see the Batman Begins or the Dark Knight bat suit? Let us know. Yeah, and that's a that's a huge thing too. Ooh, it's tricky. Yeah, it's very it's tricky. tricky. Like I have. Well, a lot what would of, your choice be? I think I would want to see the um, the Dark Knight suit just because I love that Batman Begins suit as sort of like a really cool translation from what's been done, kind of the Burton like that um, muscle style yeah. suit. Um, into and, and it has the, I like the fixed cowl look yeah. as well but the Dark Knight suit is this tactical really different you know um, suit and I think that what gives it its strength especially in this uh, way is the fact that just like the Tumblr and all these other Batmobiles is that it's it's completely its own thing and it's so different. So I would go with that one just because I think visually it's going to be really cool to see them make all of those elements, uh, you know, really stand out. And and when you look at the these suits, as as he said, uh, like there's a viewer in the game where you can kind of really check out the suits mm-hmm. and you can zoom way in. And these things are like you. I love looking at the Nightwing one. I'm like I feel like I'm looking at Nightwing. Like like that's that dude. Like there's my buddy Nightwing just hanging out in his suit. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. just, he's just standing there breathing heavy with his, uh, screamer. Like, it's just so rad, dude. Like it's, uh, I, so I think that one would be my pick just for those reasons. All right, uh, cool. But I love that they listen, man. Like they're just like, yeah. people are like, do it. And they're like, all right, Sweet. We'll, yeah. we'll do it. Yeah, we will. Like people want this stuff. We're obviously making money. Like let's, let's make it happen. You yeah. Know? Uh, very cool. So that's something exciting. And then more content coming. So available on September 29th is the Crime Fighter Challenge Pack number 2. This uh, has challenge maps for Batman, Nightwing, Robin, Catwoman, and the Batmobile. This expansive challenge pack allows focused training and free flow combat and invisible predator stealth incursion. 
Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, as it also available, GCPD Lockdown, after the events of Arkham Knight, plays Nightwing to stop the Penguin from breaking out of the Gotham City Police Department in this thrilling story pack. That one's going to be really cool just because most of the Nightwing content in the game is is the um, the combat where you're switching back and forth between the two. Like mm-hmm. You can choose to stay as Nightwing during those portions, but... You always go back to Batman, so to have him as a central guy in this is, is yeah. super cool. You didn't uh, give your which which suit would you pick, Andy? I'm I, curious. I, I lean towards Begins, just because I've never been a huge fan of the helmet. Yeah, the helmet bat suit. It's totally just because it looks just. Just he just looks wimpier with it. it it's and, true. You know what I mean? Like he just oh, looks course. more vulnerable and wimpier. So I lean towards begins, but at the same time, I, I think you make a valid point in that the Dark Knight is even a further step away from the Burton suit, so it's a little more unique. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of good either way. But yeah, like if I if I were to go just aesthetically speaking, I mm-hmm. like begins. Yeah, totally. Yep, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and then more downloadable content for Arkham Knight coming in October. Batman Classic TV Series Batmobile Pack. Travel back in time with the Batman Classic TV Series Batmobile Pack. This pack includes the 1960s TV Series Batmobile, Classic TV Series Catwoman, Skin, Classic TV Series Robin Skin, and two racetracks inspired by the Batman Classic TV Series. It's just so <laughs> Which cool. is All that stuff is... Again, someone said that to me, and I was like, oh, I want that. Ridiculous. I want that so bad. This is, a, this is why the season pass is the price it is. Oh, God, yeah. Because it's like, it's look at all this. crazy. Um, also, Catwoman's Revenge, set after the events of Arkham Knight. Prowl the Night is Catwoman as she seeks her revenge on the Riddler in this story pack. And then Crime Fighter Challenge Pack number three. Get this Crime Fighter Challenge Pack to receive various combat and predator maps featuring Batman, Nightwing, Robin, and Azrael. Yes, sir. So, uh, as they did with the Lego Batman franchise, uh, the Arkham Knight They're franchise following it, suit. Packing and just, it full. And just going, going for broke. So, listener feedback. We got actually only a couple this week, but, you know, considering the news has been so slow. Yeah. All gravy. Yeah. So, you want to take us in the first so one, So, the first one was a message I got from listener Tom Laird. He said, so... With the question from the Batman universe for who we would like to see play Batman, I was thinking Gregory Peck, Joe Manganiello, or David Boreanaz. So, question Solid. we had a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So, uh, three things. choices. Yeah, all, all good. Yeah, when honestly, when the the rumor was going out around before Affleck was cast, Joe Manganiello, I was totally. I was all for him. I still still waiting for him to get one of these roles. I still would have loved to. I, I always think of him as uh, being Slade Wilson, like the how yeah, I like that. Would that would have be, been great. Yeah, as a cinematic Slade Wilson. Um, so he said. However, I am stoked for Batfleck. My question for you two is. With the DCEU, as it is cast, shaking out from an age perspective, who would you cast as the four Robins, and what stages would you want to see them in? Oh, my God. I forgot this was the question. Yeah, for example, Dick is Nightwing, Jason is Red Hood, Tim is Red Robin, and Damien is Robin, or no Damien, and have Tim be Robin, or so on. Oh, so he's not asking for actors. He's asking which... No, he's asking for both. Oh. He's asking for both. He's, he's making us work for it. Well, you're... I suck at remembering anyone's names it's, or who they are, so you're going to be much better at least that It's part. a toughie, man. It's really tough. Uh... Can we, can, how about the guy that plays Barry Goldberg in the Goldbergs? Uh, <laughs> I want the big him as Big Tasty uh, Robin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm good with that. Um, so I don't know why that just popped into my head. Uh, yeah, I, I I did give this a lot of thought because 
It's freaking Robbins. Yeah. And I still, and you were actually prepared for this one. Well, which yeah, because the message came directly to me. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but it's still not easy. Yeah. Uh, be, especially when you get younger, because I don't know enough late teens actors. Yeah, same. To to be cast. Yeah. Um, but I thought about, the first one I thought was kind of a no-brainer, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway, because it's only, much like Joe Manganiello, it is only a matter of time before this guy gets cast in one of these films. So I say make him Nightwing. Zach Efron. Hmm. I could see it. He's going to be in one of these superhero films. Yeah. You know, yeah. take my money now. Yeah. I he's, think got he that, could, he's got that youthful look. Yeah, and he's, he's he'd, be, he'd be just right no. the just the right age for a Nightwing. Like totally. late twenties, you know, get make his hair a little darker. Yeah. He's the guy's in shape, give yeah. it to him, you know. For sure. And he could do the kind of lighter, cockier Dick Grayson Nightwing. Yeah. So that's kind of my choice for that. You know what I actually like is uh, the guy, um, and I should know his name, he's very famous, uh, but he was in Mad Max and Warm Bodies. Um, Nick, Nick Holt. Yeah, Nick Holt. Nicholas Holt. Holt. I, yeah. think, I think he has, I could see him kind of playing, um, I don't know about Dick Grayson, because I could see him playing like a, maybe a Tim Drake or like a kind of more... Yeah. A softer spoken version, like maybe not so so confident, yeah. Uh, version of of uh, one of the Robins, but again, I can't see, see him playing a younger version. So like it would be kind of difficult. Like if Zac Efron were Nightwing, that wouldn't make sense for him to be a younger, right? You know, right. He would that's that's the tricky thing is is with this question. I'm like, okay, so I have to who find a, I have to find a Dick Grayson in his late twenties. Yeah, I have to find a Jason Todd in like his mid to low twenties. Yeah, I have to find. A Tim Drake in in the early twenties or late teens, and then yeah. I have to find a Damien who's like twelve. I I got no yeah. one for Damien. I don't know twelve year old actors. I, I, I just think, don't. I I'm think sorry. the kid. What's his face? That uh, David. Uh, what's his face from Gotham that plays Bruce? I think he actually would be a pretty cool casting as Damien because yeah. he's got kind of that arrogance. Yeah. I mean, of yeah, I of, could a, see that. of a young Damien uh, as a young Bruce Wayne. Right. Um, and I think looks wise, he would be cool. But I mean, really, yeah, that's kind of just it's a, tough. Like, I, it, I'm just throwing I don't it know. Out yeah, it's like because how many 12 year old male actors do we know? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, uh, but I honestly, I wouldn't go Damien yet. Anyway, I kind of like oh. the idea of Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin. Like, I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree, actually. I think that would probably be – it just gets too convoluted when you start having a Robin and then a Red Robin or, yeah. you know, yeah. like I think they – you should still stick with one Robin. Right. But, I mean, you got to have Dick Grayson in the mix for sure. Right. And Jason Todd just makes for a I, complicated, cool backstory right. and, you yeah. know. Uh, so so yeah so like I I say Damien leave him for later yeah I, th- I either later or you could do him you know if they sped up the timeline him up front I wouldn't want him with the group I would want Dick Grayson first uh, right. first and foremost right. so yeah either. like like if yeah if we wanted young Dick Grayson then again I have no idea but I was trying to think of like oh if it's in this timeline yeah where. Bruce is 45. Right. I'm like, you know, okay, so we've got a Nightwing, a Red Hood, and a Robin. Mm-hmm. That, that was kind of my thought process. That's how I would do it, I think. Almost, yeah. Like, I guess how they have it in Arkham Knight, essentially. That's kind of how it is. I might put Robin still, uh, Tim Drake, a little bit younger because yeah. I don't like the older looking, yeah, older yeah. 
Plus, he just kind of looks like an old man to me in that game for some reason. Oh, <laughs> like, does he? I, I don't know. That, there's, that was the one thing. They had the alternate New 52 version of Tim Drake um, in the Robin suit, and I thought that was like – I just kept that as the suit the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah, he looks kind of like this weird balding old guy in, in Arkham Knight. My, like one of my few complaints yeah, about weird. the game. Anyways, yeah. uh, so anyway, so this, this is what I came up with. I, I'm sure there are better options. Uh, Zach Efron is Nightwing. Um, Eggsy from Kingsman for Red Hood. Oh, good call. Okay. Just because I just watched Kingsman, so it was fresh. <laughs> but I'm like, he's the right age, you know, mid twenties, totally. yeah, mid twenties, and he's got kind of a tougher look to him than totally than like he's Zac got Efron. The build Zac Efron's that. a pretty boy. Yeah, like Joel, uh, not Joel Edgerton. I'm sorry, Eggsy, whatever yeah. his real name is, uh-huh. uh, Taron. Egerton, I think. Uh, yeah, it is. I don't know what it is. Um, he's got a little more of a, a rougher. He's kind of got to that him. like bulldog look to him. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I think he could it. be. You know, he could ha- he could play the anger of, of Jason mm-hmm. Todd better. Totally. And then for Tim Drake, I had to look up his name, but uh, I was really impressed with the kid who played Matthew McConaughey's son in Interstellar. Yeah. The young Casey Affleck. Yeah. So before he becomes Casey Affleck, uh-huh. when he's a kid, uh-huh. uh, his name is Timothy Chalamet. I didn't know his name, but I was really impressed with him in that film. He's the right age. You know, he, yeah. he he looks the part, so th- that's my kind of off-the-cuff co- choice for Tim Drake. Yeah. Uh, the other one I'd throw out there is whoever – what's the guy who everyone wanted to play Spider-Man who was from Teen Wolf, Dylan something or other? Oh, yeah. Again, I'm not going to be able to help with the name at all. Um, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. Dylan O'Brien maybe? No, that's Maze Runner. Maybe it's the same one. Yeah, it might be the same guy. Yeah, it is. These guys, they all Dil- Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, Maze Runner and Teen Wolf. So, yeah, that's the one that everybody wanted to do uh, uh, Spider-Man. Okay. He's 24, but, yeah. you know, he looks younger. Yeah, so. the boy, it's like, it's funny because you eh. want somebody old enough where they don't look like a, a kid unless they're playing like a young Dick Grayson or a young, Dam- you know, Damian Wayne. Who exactly, is young. yeah. Uh, so they kind of have to have that boyish look to them in some manner but be old enough where they yeah. fight like a yeah. man you yeah. know basically so those are my really I'm not, not even gonna not touch great it choices. I'm, no I go. think that's great I'm not even gonna touch <laughs> that I couldn't even come close I think I like Dil- I think I, I think I like uh, the Interstellar kid better than Dylan O'Brien so I'm gonna go with that I'm gonna yeah. go with Tim as Tim yeah good call so there you go. Uh, thank you for the uh, for the note, Tom. Yeah, thank uh, you. I'd love to see this stuff. That's a great, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I we appreciate got, it. And we got one more uh, email, Jamie. From Audavius, uh, a frequent uh, writer and listener. Audavius, thank you for writing in. He said, with Bill Finger finally getting the long overdue credit for his contributions in shaping the character we all know and love and worship, will this become a trend in comics and other media for those who go uncredited? Also, if you could choose the villains for the rumored Ben Affleck Batman trilogy, who would you pick? I would like to see some we've never seen, like Hugo Strange, Black Mask, and the obscure Deacon Joseph Blackfire. As always, a great podcast. Thank you, Audavius. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think that, yes, we are going to see more people getting credit because uh, lawyers continue to get involved, and yeah. that, that will happen. Yeah, and if they deserve credit, they should get it. Yeah. Great. And, so, and as for villains, uh, you know, answer how I always answer. The Riddler and Mr. Freeze, always my choices. But uh, I like the idea of, like, a Black Mask playing, like, a more minor role yeah. in it. Kind of, like almost like a Falcone role in Batman Begins, like mm. 
have that be Black Mask. So yeah. I think there are opportunities for some of these lesser known characters to play supporting roles yeah. in the in the story. And so I think that would be great. I don't know about yeah the Deacon Joseph Blackfire. He's a real I don't know that one. one. Yeah, yeah, he's he he made a cameo in Arkham Knight. He's kind of like a crazed you know. I like that idea just because it holds that momentum of, of you know religion. Obviously, is uh, one of those things where people really do use to become empowered. So um, I'm with you. I, I don't know if I have a particular pick. Um, I, I I do think Black Mask would be really cool. I think he's mm-hmm. like one of those ones, like as a because he just fits well within the kind of the super villain and the crime family. Yeah. Like he's right, right right in the middle, which I think is really cool. So I, I, I maybe I'd pick that one as well. Um, but uh, I don't know if I have one uh, other than that any more interesting. Maybe I'll think on it and come up with a better answer next time. But thank you, Audavius, for your for writing in. We yes. appreciate it. Thank you, as always, for then keep those listener emails coming, uh, and uh, we love to discuss them on the show. Unfortunately, this is where we got to wrap up this episode of the Batman Universe. Make Indeed. sure you do go to thebatmanuniverse.net and check out all of the different podcasts and articles and all great information there. Continue to check out our show. Uh, check out my other show, Holy Batcast, all about the Batman, but that will do it for this episode. On behalf of Jamie, I have been Andy DiGenova. We will see you next time here in the Batman universe. Hi, guys. The Batman universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. That's all I'd ask. <laughs> my neighbor, she, bless her heart, she says all the time, she'll like express her concern, but she always says, well, I just thought I'd ask. And we always just laugh because it's like, it's not asked, it's not axed, it's yeah. It's like A-T-T-S-D. Like I find A-S-D. that charming and adorable. Bless her. It's lovely. It's it she's, she's a tiny little old woman. She's not even that old, but she's just, she's got a lot of health problems, and she's got like the mind of a 10-year-old. It's oh, very, great. It's very, very interesting. Nice. She's a sweet lady, but you're like, yeah, uh, what a life you live. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Anyway. Let's do this. That's all I got. (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go.